This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Oh, live from New York, it's the show that's going to take your entire flag football playbook. It's first things first on today's show. The Rams officially eliminated. Was this the worst title defense of all time? Meanwhile, Jalen Hurts might play. He might not play. It might be gamesmanship. It might might be medical. Can the Eagles pull off the upset if Gardner Minshew starts? And finally, not joking, I've been waiting for this segment for over a year. Yeah. Wow. The new and updated NBA player pyramid alongside Chris Broussard. I'm Kevin Wilds. Nick, are there any surprises on the pyramid? There's 55 guys. I'm sure there's one or two. Oh, no. I think there's there are some shocking guys that didn't. There are three guys making more than $35 million who don't even make the pyramid. Ooh. Not even a top 55 guy. That's, wow. Yeah, so all that, wow. the top of the pyramid surprises. It's an hour. That doesn't sound one good. Hour. That doesn't sound good. We'll, we'll see. Start. But we start with the playoff Packers, question mark, maybe. Two-time reigning MVP. Back-to-back, dispatched of the Rams, who offered up the weakest Super Bowl title defense of all time. Here's Aaron Rodgers on Green Bay's playoff push. Before the Bears week, we knew we had a bye afterwards, and and those of us who sometimes peek ahead knew that we had to win five and then have a lot of things go our way. So we won two, and just about everything we've needed to happen has gone our way. Just about, right? So... Things looking up. I like it. All right, remaining schedule at the Dolphins. Host the Vikings, who are not for real. And then the Lions, <laughs> who sneaky are. Yeah. Nick, are you buying that the Packers have a shot at this thing? No, okay. not not at all. And by the way, I, I, I'm not trying to pick on Aaron after one of their rare victories, but that's another press conference where it's just not accurate. Where he's like, all, you know, basically everything went our way, except for the fact that the Lions have not lost in the last three weeks. Mm-hmm. The Lions are on a longer winning streak than you, and the Lions are ahead of you in the standings. The Lions have already beaten you, and the Giants just won. Like the, but this was why the whole mathematically eliminated crutch was always going to be nonsense. Because we are headed into week 16, correct? Mm-hmm. This is about to be week 16. If the Packers lose... And the Giants, who are ahead of them, and Seattle, who's ahead of them, and Detroit, who's ahead of them, all win. Guess what? Still not mathematically oh, okay. eliminated. Well, got a shot. Still, still, they would be, according to our friends at 538, have a 0.2% chance, but not be mathematically eliminated. And that 0.2% is not much lower than the 6% they currently have, which is why, Brew, this is all an exercise in futility and a missed opportunity. They could have given Jordan Love a mini-season. They could have said, hey, we out of a bye and then four weeks against decent competition. Not the Rams so much, but the rest of the slate and the Rams' defense is still legitimate. We're going to let you get your first live NFL action. Our season is lost. Let's salvage something from it so we can make an informed decision, not just on your fifth-year option, but on your future. If it's right now, if it's down the road, if it's with someone else, if it's with us, we will watch you play. Instead, they're holding on to the playoff hopes like a Powerball ticket. I guess, yeah, you have a chance, but... It's not mathematically impossible, but it's not something you should base your retirement on. And so I I think they have butchered this, and I think that win last night is actually more harm than good. But that's fine. We can play pretend for another week with Aaron Rodgers if he wants to. All right, well, let let me say this, Nick. I agree with you. And this pains me to say because I did pick the Packers. To to go to the Super Bowl. Bowl. All right, not to win it, but to reach it. All right, one of the rare things I've been wrong on lately. World Cup, World Series, NBA Finals. But anyway – they won't make the playoffs. You don't say. That said, Nick, this is the attitude I want from my team leader. Exactly. It's easy for us as pundits and prognosticators and sometimes smart Alex to get on TV and write, write a team off. 
I mean, seriously, though, if I'm in that locker room and I am shedding blood and tears in the weight room on the practice field to make the playoffs, I want to hear my leader not give in, not throw in the towel. And that I'm and I don't think Aaron Rodgers has been a great leader in his career. You know that I've said that. But this attitude he has is what you want. That's you fine, want but him it shouldn't be his up. call. But it, 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 Brian Gutenkunst and Matt LaFleur should have taken this out of his hands. I'm not saying that Aaron Rodgers should have handed the reins over to Jordan Love. It would have been nice. It would have been nice to be like, yeah, 15 years ago. That's ex- literally exactly what I prayed every night Brett Favre would do for me, but I'm not going to do it. Fine, he doesn't have to. The adults in the room, it's their job to do it. Gutenkut said, what, a couple weeks ago, they've seen enough. He said we know enough about But that's about also Jordan poor Love. management. Three years of practice, I mean, you should know what the dude can play. And I know it's a small sample size that you can't take to the bank. But he did look good against Philadelphia in that, you know, little no, run what, he had but, for But Aaron my Rodgers. point, Wiles, is what if he came out this next month and was phenomenal, was utterly phenomenal? Okay. Then at the very least, you have an amazing trade chip. But why would you want to trade him? Okay, well, if, he's, if he sits one more year behind Aaron Rodgers and then you got a because Aaron Rodgers, maybe you would, maybe you wouldn't, but you would have information. They are depriving them. There is the, the Packers for the last two weeks, Wilds, have had a box at one Lambeau way, uh, a box with no lock on it. Mm-hmm. And there's all this information about the future of their team in it, and they're not opening it. Because Aaron Rodgers wrote him a little note that said, please don't open. They're like, don't want to hurt his feelings. And that is not a way to run a business. You know what? You have the availability. they make the playoffs just because so of Nick's take. So just because here, of Here's their playoff scenario. Okay. There's a lot of paths there. Okay. Here's one that Josh. <laughs> that, that all has to happen? Well, yeah. Well, Josh, Josh, there's several, but this is one. I'm not going to read wow. it. You can pause your DVR and read I it at your leisure. I can barely see it. But that being said, I would rather have Aaron Rodgers recite that in the locker room and say, you know what, guys? Jordan Love deserves a shot. I'm headed to Peru. Like, that's not how it should be. Amen, He has said some weird stuff. He has said some stuff that deserves criticism. I want to play until we're mathematically eliminated. Again, my my heaviest criticism here is for the organization. Are the, what is the Green Bay Packers' responsibility to try to compete for championships, right? That's what they're doing. No. Right. Can they throw in the towel? How does that look to the players in the locker Okay, first of all, we're in this weird spot where we've seen enough from Jordan Love to pick up a $20-plus million guarantee, but playing him in football games is throwing in the towel. Just to be clear, that's what you guys are arguing, that by playing the guy who they don't need to see play in order to hand him the keys to the franchise, they're giving up. And he's got a broken thumb. I'm not arguing that. So you have a near 40-year-old quarterback having the worst year of his career with a broken thumb. Mm -hmm. Playing the guy who we know we're confident enough to give the keys to the franchise to is the same as forfeiting. That strikes me as odd. That strikes me as a little illogical. But I'll follow you down that path. So be it. The other part of it, though, is the world does not end for the Green Bay Packers after this season. They are in a better position in every aspect to win a Super Bowl next year, no matter who their quarterback is, by letting Aaron Rodgers heal, by letting the receivers get some rapport with the guy who might play for them next season, by learning if there is a big thirst around the league for Jordan Love, whether that means they want to keep him or trade him. It is irrational behavior. And and I'm not advocating the NFL teams do what the Oklahoma City Thunder have done, Mm -hmm. which is do a multi-year tank and play only young players. But when you are down to a a roulette roulette wheel spin chance of making the postseason, to not play a guy who you have to make a critical decision about for over the last month of the season is bad management. It is bad management that they will regret. There is no doubt about it to me. I like that hair move that you did. Sorry, I, didn't I disagree with him, but the hair move was sick. <laughs> he uh, he, been pra- he practiced that all last night. I know, in the mirror. Cool. Hey, Baker <laughs> completed uh, 12 passes for 111 yards, sacked oh. five times, hit nine times oh. behind an offensive line that struggled all year and lost her center during the game. Oh. Uh, from heroics to mediocre, Brew, what was your take on Baker's performance? I'm excited to hear All this. I could think about last night watching Baker, Baker Mayfield was Nick Wright. Oh, oh, thanks. Nick Wright sitting right there yeah. telling us I've never been wrong about a quarterback. Well, 
and you loved Baker Mayfield, and, and you had jumped off the bandwagon smartly. All right, but then he goes out, and I'll admit, you saw me on here what a week you and a half ago. You said it made you clapping. Week. You said yes, you, I, you I said was you choked wept. up. I didn't say I cried. You said you I was choked up. I'm you choked up thinking about weeping. the performance. It was a great performance. It was a fairy tale. Yeah, I know you're crying about. But it. here's the thing: we but don't believe in fairy tales. At least we don't on this side of the table. Oh, now I you mean, got me back. Believing Baker Mayfield was back. <laughs> because of that Hollywood script show that, that happened uh, two weeks ago, a week and a half ago, okay. is Jonas Valanciunas, Nick, had 37 and 18 uh, last night. I guess he's going to do that or it close to it. 30 and 15 the rest of his career, right? Uh, Latavius Murray rushed for 130 yards. I guess he's going to do that for the next two years, right? That's what it was like to say, yes! I'm back on Baker Mayfield's bandwagon. I love him. You had left it. You had had scored it. So, no. And, Nick, here's the thing. That was a lot of histrionics. (laughs) But I got a graphic for you. That was a lot of histrionics. I got a graphic for you, okay? Oh, okay. Let me see This proves that. Oh, you're not. That's not funny. I didn't even. I didn't even. That's not funny. You did the whole thing. You were like, I didn't know that was coming. I did not know that was coming. I'm sorry, On this side of the table, I got. Well, I didn't have to. Put it in there. He, Nick oh, got in there the somehow. <laughs> Look, Nick. Yeah. That proves this graphic <laughs> proves that what you saw from Baker last <laughs> night is what Baker is now. Okay. All right. The, the completion percentage with Carolina this season: six That's games, fifty-seven percent. Okay. Last night, fifty-seven percent. Yards per pass, read. six to I five. See it. Touchdown to interception yeah. ratio. I've got a very similar graphic. Right. I mean, come <laughs> on. What we saw last night is what Carolina saw for six games. So he's done. That's so Baker. he's done. He no. I, he's, he's done. As I said, he's a backup. No. As that a hopefully. He's done. Well, like I said, he's got to learn under behind a legitimate starter. But that's starter, the same thing that I said last week. And then maybe in the future, I agree with you, but he that, can start that he again. Could sure. s- sit under Stafford. You didn't. You year. were singing praises. I, last yeah, I was singing praises because silly me. I saw a guy have the longest game-winning drive in the final two minutes in the 101-year history of the league, and I was like, oh. That was pretty good. It was so good Wasn't that it that might innocent. make a lifelong Baker Mayfield hater like the one sitting across from me Check come to you. tears about it. I don't know. But it, my answer is, did Baker show his true colors last night? Baker showed the colors of Rams starting quarterback f- behind this offensive line true. with no Cooper Cup. That's right. I've got, I think, a more telling graphic. Baker last night. And Matt Stafford's last few. Every full time game, a real graphic hits. Matt Stafford's <laughs> last full game as a starter. <laughs> They're the same thing. Baker threw a oh, pick. Stafford game. didn't. But Baker completed more than half his passes. Stafford did. Yep. They're both, they, they both get sacked almost half a dozen times. It's almost like the reason the Rams can't compete at all is because the offensive line's broken. They don't have a running game. And Cooper Cup's been out. So I am not going to write off Baker Mayfield entirely. However, the football gods do smile upon us. And I am not guaranteeing anything because that offensive line is quite bad. Oh, we're talking about Christmas Day? Do either one of you know? (laughs) Do you know? What quarterback do matchup we get next week? Uh, I, I'm in the dark. Baker. Oh, you're in the dark? Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm shocked you haven't built your Christmas Day plans around it. Because it's <laughs> Baker Mayfield against Russell Wilson on Christmas Day. And I'm just Ooh. curious, Drew. Just honestly, before you it's move on. It's going to be an ugly game. Let's put okay. it that way. I'm all just right. very curious. Three to two. Because you just score. spent all that time destroying poor Baker Mayfield. Right now, this moment, if the NFL created uh, their version of the Allen Houston amnesty provision, and you could trade with no cap ramifications. Oh, so contracts, no No, 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 no. Yeah, right. You don't take any dead money from a trade, but you have to keep the contract if you keep them. Would your Broncos trade Russell Wilson for Baker Mayfield? Well, just so they don't have to pay Russ $165 million. Okay, okay. Uh, If you ask me who's better, I still would would rather have Baker Mayfield on his contract or Russell Wilson on his. I'm just curious. Because I'm Baker guy, you're a Russ guy. I'm just curious. Russ has to win that game. It's all about next year for Russ. Oh, oh, Russ, don't worry about it. Says who? Let's ride. Says who? 2020. Why did you? Let's ride. Aaron Rodgers thing, Carpe Diem. Hank and the Eagles upset the Cowboys. Why is it about next year? It is next year. (laughs) Next year? Okay, quick math. 
The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. Welcome back to the show. The latest on Jalen Hurts. A little bit of dueling information. One report is that Jalen could miss two games, but then Nick Sirianni not willing to rule him out against Dallas. Take a listen. He's at a sprained shoulder, and I do not put it past Jalen Hurts. I don't put anything past Jalen Hurts um, as far as his mental and physical toughness. So there's a chance he could play this week. Okay, McCarthy well, that would be says idiotic. He's planning for both Okay, that's fine. But that would be idiotic. That, listen, because the Cowboys, had they been able to hold on to a 17-point lead against Jacksonville, or if Dak doesn't throw the pick six in overtime after they blow a 17-point lead, could really be putting pressure on Philly. They have a banged-up quarterback. Dallas would be playing to lead the division, but they didn't. And so now Philly's in this position. For them not to win the division, they have to lose out, and the Cowboys have to win out. And so, obviously, they shouldn't play Jalen Hurts this weekend. They've earned themselves the grace of being able to be cautious with the player as far as resting him. My question is, are teams going to start being cautious with their quarterbacks from how they play them? Because a very wise man who happens to be sitting to my right once upon a time said, I've seen a lot of great young running quarterbacks, not a lot of great old running quarterbacks. And we look around the league right now, and there are three star quarterbacks who running is not a bonus part of their game. It is a featured necessity of their game. And one of them, Lamar Jackson, has a messed up knee. One of them, Jalen Hurts, has a messed up shoulder. And one of them, Josh Allen, has a messed up elbow. So I think it is a nice benefit for your quarterback to be able to escape with his legs. I love what, for example, Mahomes can do with his legs. I would hate it if a huge part of the Chiefs' designed attack was having Mahomes do what they have Jalen Hurts do. Now, Mahomes is not the athlete Jalen Hurts is. However, the, the, the coach, they've made a big deal in Philly about how we've solved third and short. All we had to do was change the sport. Okay, great. Explain to me how that rugby scrum works. Right. Oh, we take our most valuable player, and we have all 21 other guys on the field hit him from different directions, and we believe that our team's stronger. I mean, it's a good way to get a yard, not a great way to protect the franchise. Fair. And so it, this stinks for Jalen, but it's not shocking. Some injuries can be, you know, disappointing, but not shocking. But it's like, oh, the guy who runs all the – Justin Fields this weekend got hurt as well, by the way. He came back. So I think Philadelphia has got to be real <clears> cautious <throat> about what they're trying to do with their quarterback. Last time they had a running quarterback, he got his knee blown up at the goal line right before he was going to win league MVP. Never was the same player. Well, we could add Kyler Murray to another – Oh, I forgot about him. There's I was thinking one. good players, but sure, yes. How about, how about the idea <laughs> – Sorry. How about the idea of not having your quarterback have more rushing attempts than your running back in the first half? How about, how about we sit, start there? And, look, I don't put anything past him either in terms of his toughness and intensity and all those things. I think those things are great, but I think they're in a position right now where they need him to be healthy in the playoffs. They need him for the stretch run. And and one of the underrated moves was getting Gardner Minshew, and and, and I know his got him for record, too. his record isn't necessarily great, but he's got 41 touchdowns and 12 Absolutely. interceptions, and, and like a 94 quarterback rating. That's pretty good. And with this team around him, I would imagine he'd be very competitive. He's a he's a he's a good answer. He's a really good answer. And then at least puts you in a position to have your healthy or your quarterback as healthy as possible going into the playoffs. Look, I think Sirianni was playing games with the Cowboys. 
I, I think he knows they're not going to play Jalen. And, and I agree with what he said. I think Hurts is as impressive mentally and emotionally as he I is agree. physically. So I, I think he was right on the money. But he understands the situation. So you, you put it out there for the Cowboys. They have to wonder, are we getting Minshew or are we getting Jalen Hurts? So I think it's smart what he said. It wouldn't be smart to play him. And I think what you said, Nick, with the running quarter, look, that's conventional wisdom. That's, that's why that we didn't think these guys. Would that didn't feel like gamemanship. That felt like sincerity. Yeah. Like that's I wouldn't put him past. That and, makes and, it more effective. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, he, he, can't be, he can't be serious. Really, he. I think he's. You think I, unless the injury's really not serious, not as serious as we think. I, it it felt like watching that that he was saying, yeah, he's got a shot, and if he's ready to go, we're gonna play him. So if Jalen comes to Nick Sirianni, says, you know what, it's my non-throwing shoulder, I can go. It's the biggest game of the year. Well, broadcast is going to have a massive audience. Also, just in the back of his mind, like Micah Parsons talked a little bit of trash. He claims he wasn't. He was just stating the facts. He knows so much about football, he can't resist. <laughs> but to me, it feels like Jalen's going to want to go. If you're Nick Sirianni, I say, you know what? Let's kind of look for the future. Let's not, you know, let's play it safe. Well, well, you got to understand what the doctor is saying. And I don't know what the doctor is saying in terms of his ability to make this worse. And, and to me, if there's any chance of it, of it getting worse, then sometimes you've got to save players from the, themselves. And, and you've got to look at, at the big picture, and you can't just say, oh, yeah, we want to win this game. Yeah, you want to win this game. You also want to win the Super Bowl. And he gives you the best chance to win the Super Bowl. So if he has to take a step back in order for the longer-term success mm. of the team, then that's, that's something you have to do. You know, a lot of good quarterbacks historically, after they've run early in their career, then they taper it back and they only run in the red zone or they only run on third down or they only run in two-minute. That's a way that you can still get the benefit without taking a chance of getting blown up on, on a four-yard run. Which is the, the – I understand to a degree. I think Lamar is in – a different bucket, and I put Lamar... And his injuries weren't running. They were in I, the pocket. No, I understand that. But I, I also put Lamar in a similar as our colleague and friend Mike Vick, which is the, I, the, the player does not exist without that component of their game. I put Jalen... Because Jalen's throwing numbers when he throws is quite... They're quite good. So doesn't throw that often. Josh Allen, similarly, obviously. Those teams that use what to me should be the emergency button as the easy button. Yes, it is all you are always at an advantage running the quarterback because the numbers change. Right. The number count changes, we've talked about this before. But there is the, the reason some teams don't do it is not just because their quarterback can't. It's because when we talk about running back life life expectancy in the NFL, it's not because of the position itself. It's because they're getting hit a lot because of what they're doing. And to have a guy that you want to be your franchise and having him in that in that Bears game running as often as he was treating, to me it's reckless. But and he's not great without the, the legs. He's, I don't think he's Josh Allen. Uh, well, Josh oh, Allen I'm not sure Josh Allen's great Allen. without the legs. I don't. I don't, He's much better than Jalen. No, Josh Allen bails, saves so many plays where it's like, oh, yeah, well, everybody covered? I'll run for 20 yards. He, he only threw uh, talking to MVP. Now, the Hurts injury <laughs> right. changed the numbers on the MVP race. Patrick Mahomes, he doesn't care. Not true. Saying, quote, I honestly don't care. As long as we win the Super Bowl, it won't matter to me. I've won an MVP. I've won a Super Bowl. Super Bowl is a lot better. I buy that. Yeah, but both is great, and he wants both. The idea that he doesn't care is nonsense. Well, he said he didn't care. He okay, that's fine. And the, and listen, we have seen enough from Mahomes Nick, on the field. I finally disagree with Nick. I think he doesn't care. I think for him, now that he's experienced what, what that Super Bowl experience is like and what it's not like, I think at the end of the day, he doesn't care, and he'd much rather have the Super Bowl than, than the MVP. Well, I care. That's and I'll tell you this. The, you I care. Right. And, you and, won it. And, you and, and you I won that ball. And <laughs> the, here's the deal, guys. I, the History would look back upon this season and be like, wait, the, that was dumb. And sometimes in real t- if Patrick Mahomes doesn't win MVP, unless he has some meltdown over the final three weeks. The, the, if the guy who everyone acknowledges is the best player in the sport, who led in every category and did it for the first time in his career with lesser talent around him on a flawed roster, especially according to this side of the table, doesn't win MVP for a player who we all, the reason we didn't ask the question about 
can the Eagles win without Jalen Hurts was we went around on the pre-show call and we were all like, yep, yep, yep. We all think they could. So then, uh, I, what? Good, good. I'm curious. Isn't that what we did? You guys all said the Eagles That's could win without him? That's a Okay, but it is what happened. Because <laughs> so, they're playing the so, Cowboys. Um, okay, oh, right. yeah, the Cowboys could lose to That's the 11 of us the, in this so, room on any so, given Listen, Mahomes has played five years in the league. His first year, he should have won MVP, and he did. His second year, he should not have won it. He missed a couple games with an injury, and Lamar Jackson was, was historic. His third year, he went 14-1, and was the most dominant player in the league, and they screwed up and gave it to Aaron Rodgers. He should have that one. His fourth year, he didn't play that well. He shouldn't have it. This year, it is undeniable. He should be the league MVP, and it shouldn't take Jalen Hurts missing a couple weeks for that to happen. Look, it, it, I think it's nip and tuck with Hurts and Mahomes. So if he were, if they voted today and Mahomes won, Who I would you complain. vote for if it was today? Who I think. Look, I had Jalen going into last week, but he threw the two picks, and I think that helped Mahomes. Yeah, Mahomes twenty straight completions. Probably. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, everybody's completing seventy okay, percent. Okay, can I throw a hypothetical I, out for for you? Sorry, Coach. You go. If if Gardner plays against the Cowboys and the Cowboys win. 14 nothing. That Gardner can't move the ball at all. That'll help Jalen. You, you come on and be like, well, you know what? He misses, he's going to get my vote. He can only miss one game. If he misses two, I think it's got to go to Mahomes. He gets penalized because the team is good. It's, it's unfair to Jalen. But look, I think if you put Patrick Mahomes on any team in the NFL, that team's good or very competitive he, right away. I don't know if you can say the same thing if you put Jalen on Of course on well, you, you do. Well, I agree with that. The he's the best player in the league. But does, that doesn't mean you but get what, the MVP every year. But no. We but see that in but, every sport. Correct. But when you're the best player and the team has one of the two best records and you're leading in every stat, then you do get MVP. It's what it's for. Well, it, I agree with you. They don't always give it to the best player because that player had a down year or he missed time with injury or the team underachieved. <laughs> Instead, the team's <coughs> overachieving. He's having an up year. He's missed no time. Sounds to me like we're overcomplicating a not complicated question. That's true. You gotta beat the Texans, though. You gotta beat the Texans in regulation. He better oh, finish in regulation. Strong. Well, I gotta beat him in regulation. He better finish strong. Yeah. Because, I mean, even though with Jalen out, I think he wins. Oh, you can't even get Burrow Burrow next, and Josh Allen. Oh, Josh Allen. If, I'm serious. Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. In the conversation. Get out of here. If Geno Smith was get once in the conversation. Josh Allen's not in the conversation. He Josh is. Allen. If he plays like he did Saturday, Josh they Allen's got three big games. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. <laughs> Let's pick over the carcass of the worst play in NFL history. <laughs> Belichick said America's team ran a draw play because it was too long for a Hail Mary. Just making matters worse. Why don't you just say, oh. you know oh. what, we're on to Cincinnati. Gotta break down the stiff arm. Oh, gosh. The <laughs> baby goat disagreed. Take a listen. It was just too far to try a Hail Mary. Do you think it was? Um, 55 yards? No. I think we, you know, obviously have a plan in that situation. You have to think about everything that's in that situation and that's something that he did and that's his job and he's he's done that for a long time but things that go into do you it. know how far you can throw it yeah is there a number <laughs> in your mind yeah i know my number um, is it 60 i guess we'll see well, i don't even know what's up wild hey what are, you, what are we doing <laughs> well, it's what do you mean we're going to see? Are we going to throw a hail mary yeah have four the half at some point maybe okay why didn't yeah. he give his number it's 60 yards. It's 55, 60, maybe 75. Who What's knows? the question? Depends on the wind and the altitude. Uh, uh, is, is, I don't even know. I'm frazzled. Coach. <laughs> are you are okay you with what Matt Jones that? said, I Coach? I, look, I don't, first of all, I don't know why he wouldn't give his, his number. Right. But, well, I, I do, but. Because it's think it makes, Is anybody's it number below 60 like well, a legitimate starting quarterback? That's I think not old. When I had research look at it, the, the longest pass that he threw in the air last year, I think, was 36 yards. <laughs> okay, in the air. La- now, I, that's not my number. <laughs> I mean, it might be 39. I could be 36 air yards? I thought that that's what research yeah, came back with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I um, mean, that's but, not good. But, uh, but uh, this is a little bit of an unfair 
question an unfair situation for, for him to be in. Part of that decision, I'm sure, from Bill's perspective is, could the protection hold up long enough for the receivers to get down the field? Could he buy enough time? Because what you don't want to happen is some ridiculous play where you get strip-sacked and they return right, for a quarterback touchdown. all of a sudden like, has to no make matter, a tackle No matter there. what. So you know that you're going to overtime. The last thing you want to happen going overtime is to have like a ridiculous, unpredictable play happen that ends the game. So when you're looking at the protection and, and, and the sacks are, he's at 33 sacks, which is significantly more than, than last year. The O-line hasn't been holding up throughout the course of the year. There's a lot of screens, a lot of running game. There's a lot of quick passes. So I think that was the part of the equation for Bill. Now, the second thing, when you ask someone whether they can do it, what, what what's he going to say? No, I can't. I mean, it, look, I think he probably could. and But it's an unfair question. He can't go against Bill. And he can't say that I'm not good enough to throw it. He, he, he was in a no-win situation. I think you lent great perspective, Coach. Because may, maybe Belichick was – Thinking, like you said, we got to have our receivers have time to get down the field and protect him enough because it sounded like a shot at Mac Jones to say he yeah, can't throw Yeah, I didn't think it, it was. Okay, because okay. he's got to throw it about 63, 65 yards, right? Because you're going to drop back yep. and you're going to be in the end yep. zone. You, I, I got to believe he can throw it 65 yards. He can yards throw it 65 yards. But he can't? Yeah, he can. Of oh, course he can. Well, you guys right. saw last night when, when Aaron Rodgers was trying to throw the, the hill. And he Mary. got lit up. And, yeah, he gets lit up, but he also has to run around. You got to buy a lot of time because those guys have right. to get down the field. And it's not like they've been holding up great in protection. So from a strategic standpoint, you don't want to end the game. Sure. Can I say something real quick? Sure. I have not been a defender of Mac Jones. I don't think he's good. Uh, but also, if I were Mac Jones, I wouldn't want to play for Bill Belichick anymore. Oh, here we go. How many times is he going to publicly embarrass the kid? And if I'm Mac Jones, I mean, the, the three-pass game was pretty embarrassing. That was the, in a blizzard. Yeah, okay, first I, of all, there was right. not You're a, absolutely right, Nick. Some, some kid who's just out of college should no, be really worried listen, about the greatest coach of all time. Yeah, yeah, he coaching can't. him on, Nick. or listen, making a comment about listen, his performance. God forbid. I'm, again, <laughs> I'm not here to defend Mac Jones, but however, like any good defense attorney would, sure. I will defend my client with great vigor okay. uh, in any even, circumstance. Even if I wrong. were defending Mac Jones, if I were his agent, I'd say, okay, so you embarrassed him on national television. It wasn't a blizzard. It was windy. There was not an ounce of precipitation that day. It was just quite windy. Meteorology. And then you then jerked him in and out of a lineup. Remember that game? Yes, I do remember it, that. And I didn't enjoy that either. You, you didn't like that very much. Throwing and now you publicly say he, we can't, we, we, Hail Mary's not in our playbook. It's in the original Tecmo Bowl, but not in the 2022 Matt Patricia Joe Judge playbook. We don't have it. And this would be the last piece of my case. How much of this is Mac Jones's fault? And how much of this is the fault of the New England Patriots? Because I've got a blind reveal for you, Wilds, that I think you'll like. I think because a it kind of defends Mac. Do these two players look almost identical? I know. There's no way. There's no win on the board. There is a win on the board, Wilds, kind of. But completion percentage of yards, everything's almost identical. They are. Show it. Hmm. Cam for the Patriots and Mac for the Patriots. The offensive coordinators changed, the receivers changed, the quarterbacks changed. I know it hadn't. So, I don't know. I mean, Cam seemed washed. I don't think Mac's very good. I also know this is just what the Patriots' offense is these days. And if I were Mac Jones and I thought I was good, I wouldn't want to tie my career to it. Wise. What would those numbers look like last year with Mac Jones versus Cam Newton? Well, I didn't. I didn't do that. I would do, last I would do, I would do that blind reveal and see how well he played as a rookie. And right. I think they were pretty impressive last year. Well, but then they didn't the fit the narrative. But no, yeah. hold on. Again, <laughs> so, if, fine. Again, find the most I'm in a remote. weird spot. I love the mist no. is gone. Hold on a second. Wait a second, Coach. Thank you. But again, then if I'm Mac Jones, I say, so then why'd you change everything? I Why'd you bring in Matt Patricia as an offensive player? Can I read you a quote? Yeah, because the player has no accountability. No, he has to perform. Why would we think the player has to perform? There's no accountability. Coach, can I read you something from a friend of the show, Bill Barnwell, in his recent article? It was about teams making quarterback changes, which I am vehemently against, with one asterisk. Here's what Bill Barnwell wrote. The Patriots have to at least call Tom Brady's people to inquire whether he would like a return to, in, to New England to finish out his career. It'd be uncomfortable to bench Jones for a 45-year-old, 
but they can't let a dominant defense wait for Jones or Zappi to catch up and improve. Are you putting this at more than 0%, a greater than 0% chance a Tom Brady to New England reunion happens? I think that whatever signal you get when you're blocked by someone is probably the signal that New England would get if they made that call. <laughs> Oh, come wow. on. The same one that had uh, Kraft calls. Hey, remember, come no, to my he'd wedding, answer, also come he to would play. probably answer Robert's call and, and be very polite, <laughs> but he's gone somewhere else. He's won a Super Bowl. Right. He's seen how it can be done differently, and, and I think he needs to go to a team that, that is, is stacked. And, and at this point right now, New England has some, some work to do in a, in a division that has become incredibly competitive yep. over the last couple of years. I can't imagine that's where he's going to go. And it's not like he left with a parade. He was kind of, <laughs> you know, unceremoniously cap space. divorced. No way. There's Good no defense. way. Good defense. You know what enough. they should use that They're cap space enough. for? Tom Brady? Get my guy Bailey Zappi some weapons. Oh. That Mac Jones defense <laughs> felt gross. DeAndre I hated doing that. Packers going to the playoffs. Probably not, but still. <laughs> it's Nick's player pyramid coming up in 14 minutes. 55 players, oh, eight levels, oh, 10, 10 levels. Wow. A free two levels how else coming up. How do we get 55 players on eight levels? I thought there was a lot of math. Uh, you know, I own the spot. Uh, James Jones is here wearing a beautiful jacket that you're about to see in 30 seconds. <laughs> yes. James, last time you were here. Yeah. You were very confident about your Packers. Uh-huh. Too confident. Yeah, we yeah, didn't yeah. laugh at you, but we... <laughs> no, we did wager with him, though. Yeah, yeah. we sort of had furrowed brows. Certainly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, ah, James, you're kind of thinking with your heart and you cogent analysis. But next thing I know, <laughs> Packers are winning games and alive in the playoffs. Oh, wow. Here's Aaron Rodgers. Oh, wow. Before the Bears week, we knew we had a bye afterwards, and, and those of us who sometimes peek ahead knew that we had to win five and then have a lot of things go our way. So we won two, and just about everything we've needed to happen has gone our way. Just about, right? So things are looking up. Things looking up. Here we go. <laughs> Remaining schedule, James, at the Dolphins, which uh-huh. you can win. Yeah. The Vikings, who are not good despite winning 11 games. And the Sneaky Lions. Yeah. Yeah. We're at 500. So, James. Get those two at the crib Do you believe? You better believe I believe in my Packers, man. <laughs> you better believe it. This is the big one, though, for me. If you could go down to Miami on Christmas Day and find a way to get a W, I do not think Aaron Rodgers is going to lose the home games at home. I think he handles the Vikings at home, and if it comes down to him and Jared Goff at the crib <laughs> and Lambeau Field in the frozen tundra, I'm going with the Packers. But I do believe that they have a chance to win out. And they play in the right way, right? You finally get a healthy Romeo Dobbs back. You get Christian Watson out there. You Hopefully you get Bakhtiari back. You got a two-headed monster at the run. Like, it's starting to look the right way. The defense played well yesterday. I truly believe they have a shot, but it starts with Miami. If they could get Miami done, I think they handle business at home. So are they, are they playing the right way or are they playing the right team? Thank you. Because Thank you. Has, and, well, I mean, and to be you fair, play who's on your schedule. The Bears have lost I, no, seven. Who's on your Correct. I understand you play who's on your schedule. I, I get that. But <laughs> yeah. I also know the last time we, we talked, mm-hmm. I, I do think you, you still were holding out hope they were getting to double-digit wins, which at this yeah, point yeah, is yeah, yeah. my math is not quite as shaky as Wilds, but it's still <laughs> shaky at times. I think it's impossible. <laughs> and their big wins have come against the Bears who are on track to pick second in the draft, mm-hmm. and the Rams, who are on track to pick fourth in the draft. And so I do, the, the, whole, I, the, the problem for the Packers, though, and the reason I do not believe their playoff hopes are alive at mm-hmm. all, mm-hmm. is they have to have their best stretch of the season by a mile mm-hmm. in consecutive weeks and then still get help. It's not like win these three and you're right. in. They, right. they need to... They are going to be underdogs in at least two of those games. I don't know that they'll be underdogs at home against the Vikings, oddly enough, because Vegas doesn't trust the Vikings at all. Right now, I think they would be underdogs at home against against the Lions. Mm -hmm. I think they would, because the Lions are one of the hottest teams in football. And they are touchdown underdogs against the Dolphins. Like, I just don't buy what Aaron Rodgers is selling us when he says, 
we everything's gone what almost everything's gone the way we wanted it to. The Lions are on a three-game winning streak. Mm-hmm. The Lions are in your division, a team that's already beaten you, and the Lions are ahead of you in the standings. Like the the Packers are behind the Seahawks and the Lions right now. And the Seahawks and the Lions, neither of them are playoff teams right now. Right. So they're behind two teams that right now wouldn't be in the playoffs. So I don't buy it. I'm going to humor you, James. Oh, that's All nice. right. Talk to him. They are playing better. They are. I love what Christian Watson obviously is doing and Romeo Dobbs is back. Like, this is encouraging for next season, assuming Aaron Rodgers plays. All right. Um, but, and I, I'll even Talk give you this. I'll even give you this. Yeah. If they somehow were to beat Miami and Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I do think they would beat Detroit. Yeah. I don't think Detroit would be ready for that type of game with Dan Kemp. Like, I just – and I like him, mm-hmm. but I would go with Green Bay in that game. But you're not beating Miami. So Miami's so, playing for a real, yeah, a yeah, real, yeah. tangible, we can yeah, feel it, playoff yeah. position. They lost three straight yeah. to, to, to some good teams, and they are going to come out. They played great. Yeah. They played great Saturday. See, then had they you, not been playing, you going back the Bills, to playing the right way though. That, that's all I'm no, saying. No, I mean Miami played. I know, great on and Saturday. I'm going back and to saying the ready. Packers are playing the right way. When you look at the Dallas Cowboys right now, they're not playing the right way, no. but they're in the playoffs. And if they got in the playoffs today, they would probably lose. They're not playing the right brand of football. They can't stop nobody on defense. Dak Prescott turning the ball over. Right, the Green Bay Packers are playing the you, right way. They could run the ball. Well. They you could run lose. the ball with the best of them. Right. No. You're going to have two of these games at home. I mean, they done ran the ball the last three weeks down there. Everybody throws. Started with Philly. We got to keep that in mind. Well, they got, yeah, they play who's going to the schedule, man. Yeah. The Cowboys almost lost to the Texans and then lost to the well, Jaguars. The so, I mean, we talking about oh, schedules. The Chiefs lost to the Colts. Chiefs, can I show you two plays and then some sound from Aaron Rodgers? Absolutely. First one is the interception where Lazard feels like he's supposed to turn around or run a different route. And then the next one is to Watson, where Aaron Rodgers has some sound after the game that he's running the wrong route. Take a listen. Aaron, are you still a little mad at Christian Watson? Hey, you want to catch touchdowns, you run the right routes. <laughs> so good vibes, statement. but yeah. that seems to have an underlying feeling of like we still don't have it figured out yeah. and there's only three games yeah, left. Is so that concerning? I, I would I would have loved to talk to Aaron before I came on this show because I want to know what happened between that him and Lazar play. Because for me, Aaron got to put that on his back shoulder and he got to put that ball on Lazar. So for me, that, that one got away from you, overthrow, mm-hmm. interception. The Christian Watson one, right? Everybody was getting on Aaron. He has the guy standing up there doing signals, hand signals. We always did that. Right? As a young player, you get up there, you do the hand signals because 12 is special with the hand signals, and he's really sneaky with the hand signals. But is he not so you, attention? So you need there? to know this stuff like the back of your hand. Right here, 12 used to do me like this. Hey, Green 18, real, real quick. So if I looked at Darrell Revis for one second and looked back, I done missed the signal. This was clear as day. He said, <laughs> and then he looked at him <laughs> and said, and he still missed it. And you see Randall Cobb about to get his block, and it's a walk-in but touchdown. If that happens, we are going to lose to the Dolphins. Okay. No, but You have to be on the same page. In Rodgers and Watson's defense, that was way before the Packers started playing the right way. <laughs> oh, wait, that was <laughs> the <laughs> West. That was I agree with you players <laughs> on your schedule. Yeah. I also think we might be slightly overstating the level of dominance Thank the you. Packers showed last night <laughs> as they beat the, the Rams, who were on their fourth quarterback of the season and who lost another offensive lineman during the game. I just I give the Packers players credit. Mm-hmm. Even if I think management is making a mistake by not using this month to watch Jordan Love play. I give you the play. I g- Thank you. Okay. Well, we can agree I- on that. Okay. Can we I just ask a question well for a moment? Sure. Am I not the only person who finds the logic tree of we have seen enough from Jordan Love to guarantee him $20 million and pick up his fifth-year option and believe he is the future quarterback of the team in his third year right now. Also being on the same branch of 
but playing him in games is giving up on the season. Because he's not as good as Aaron Rodgers. No, the, that's not the even thing. close. Okay. That's the problem. This year, guys, Aaron Rodgers is not as good as Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I know, but he's, he's still Jordan Aaron Love still ain't better right. than Aaron Rodgers, okay. and he's making fifty plus million dollars. Okay, you that, ain't taking nobody out making right. that type of okay. money. Well, I was again. I, I I think it is a bad mistake by the franchise, but so be it. They're making it. I give the players credit for playing hard and playing like they believe that this team can do something. They should. I think it is it is beyond irrational for us to be talking about the Packers like they have a playoff chance. They do. Unless we are also <laughs> Okay, they have right now a lo- less chance of making the playoffs than the Raiders do. That's the Jaguars only James do. Saying they got a chance. The, the, it is a chance. The, it's a chance. <laughs> it's, it's a prayer. Okay. It's a Y'all act like prayer. I'm lying. There is a chance a to chance. get in the playoffs, man. Frisky Raiders. That's it. The, the Browns have a better chance right now than the Packers, mathematically. Yeah, the Raiders. The Raiders. Back in the Great segment coming up next, 4 o'clock. Stay with us. Mo Wagner? Really? Welcome back to the show. We have a great. Absolutely wonderful segment for you coming up. It's not the standings. It is not the tiers. It's 10 rows. It's 55 players. It's the NBA player pyramid. Nick, take it away. All right, it is 55 players. We will reveal the bottom rows in just a moment. But first, a few notes here. Oh, four guys that are on $35 plus million max contracts did not make the pyramid. Russ. Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris, and one guy who wouldn't make a 155-player pyramid, Rudy Gobert. They're not on the pyramid. Yikes. See? No Knicks made See? the pyramid. Huh. Yeah. Chris Stapps and Lonzo just missed out on the pyramid, as did Kyle Kuzma. Shout out to him. Here's guys who did make the pyramid, 55 best players in the Let's league go. as of right now. On the bottom row, you can see a few. Shout out Mo Wagner and Jalen Green. CP3. Is that Green. That's Franz Wagner. Franz I, get, I, say, I keep calling him Mo. It's his brother. Shout out okay. Franz Wagner. CP3 and Draymond Green getting their kind of based off reputation. Next row up. Oh, you see that first player listed? Bruise guy, Laurie Markkinen. Got to give the man some credit. And don't ever say I don't respect Andrew Wiggins. True. Show me another NBA pyramid that has him on the ninth row. Oh, now we're to the eighth row. Top 36 guys in the league. Carl Anthony Towns, you should be higher. Paolo. Our only rookie on the pyramid. What? And then there, what? What's the problem? Nothing. Keep going. No. And then there's Kawhi. <laughs> okay. The problem? So let's, you we're probably We're going to dig in on Kawhi, who is next to Paolo Boncaro right now, bro. You two time I, champion, two time finals this is MVP. not a legacy pyramid. I am dying to address the Franz Wagner. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I mean, just I'm just about. saying Jalen Brunson and, and Julius Randle are both better than Franz we're Wagner. Okay. Should be That's right. Right. Okay. And Rudy Gobert, show the man a little bro, respect. Stick Rebounds matter, all right? He's getting 12 a game. All right, that's it. Kawhi, I get it, Nick. It's tough. It's tough to measure Kawhi because he hadn't, you know, he didn't he play all last year. I get that. But he, they are 9-2 and two when he plays this year. Only 11 games. And 9-12 and 12 when he doesn't play. So what? And if Kawhi Leonard is healthy later in the season heading into the playoffs, they are going Drew, to be a problem. 15 points again. Now, in December, oh. he's 20 and 8. Now that he started playing regular minutes, okay. when he plays, he's 20 so points, what? 8 rebounds. 20 points. And even that, he should be, he's still a top 20 player. He's oh. still a top 20 player. Okay, well then I'm very curious. We can reveal the next grouping of guys. Who you have Kawhi jumping over? Because I'm guessing it's a lot of guys you're going to have Kawhi jumping over if you think he's still a top 20 player, because I do not. Uh, seventh row, guys that I believe are winning players plus Kyrie Irving. Uh, and I might oh, have wow. Drew Holiday. I might have Drew oh, Holiday too wow. low, to be honest with you. And then sixth row, how deep is this league, guys? One of these guys, Good, Jimmy. by definition, is not a top 20 player. Because the sixth row are players 16 through 21 in some order. Uh, I wish Ant-Man, to be honest with you, had taken a bit more of a leap this year and would trying to push for that top 15, but he has not. So there it is, Wilds. Your players 16 through whatever that All right, is. Shout out to okay. Jimmy Butler, but let's dig in on, on uh, Kyrie. Your guy, bro, hit his first game winner. <laughs> of his career. Of his career. It's nice for Kyrie to finally be a person that insult. can hit those shots. Uh, okay. okay. But first of all, because you, you threw a little Kawhi in there. All right, you think you trapped me? 
Kawhi Leonard with healthy is better than all of those players. Of course, every one healthy. of them. Well, yeah. And if, yeah. Well, hold on. We're and, not. And, I haven't so seen Anthony Wilt Davis. Yet. I'm, assuming, for I'm assuming Anthony like, Davis <laughs> is high on the list. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, we're not taking his injuries into no, account. No, but we're taking Kawhi. Wild. That's all no, I'm asking. Around Kyrie. Bro. All right, so Kyrie, y'all want to mock Kyrie? Oh, he hit one game, first game when he shot. He hit arguably the second biggest the greatest, shot. The greatest. No, arguably the first. Okay, it might, fine. You can argue about it. What Ray Allen shot? That was a game six. This is a game seven. Only three one comeback ever. Okay. Okay, so so stop it. That's Kyrie right. is clutch. A long time ago. We know that. Yeah. Kyrie Irving. Early second term. Do you want my answer or are you no, going go I hear a little buzzing <laughs> underneath me. All right. Kyrie's averaging 26 points a game. All right. He's not a point guard, so don't give me the oh four and a half assists. He Ben Simmons is their point guard. Kyrie, they are eleven and three since he came back. From what he come back issue. from? I forgot. Well, no, it, it, I uh, nobody in their right mind would sit here and say there aren't issues off the court with Kyrie. But the, but as a basketball player, and this might be a fairy tale, because for the last month mm. he's been strictly basketball. Can he do that for the rest of the season? Hopefully, mm. we don't know. I I agree. Okay, it's hard to believe. But this dude is a ball and Nick. All 450 players in the NBA would say Kyrie's got to be higher. You know that. Okay, so I'm, I, I, I'm, the dude I'm asking you right now, if you are running the Sixers, the Heat, the Hawks, the Clippers, the Celtics, or the, or the Timberwolves, are you trading any of those guys on the row above him for Kyrie Irving? Because you get the of pro- the off-the-court But that mess. matters. No. Of course. Because so of the, he is ranked properly. I because would, no, I would take him over Trey Young. Trey Young got his issue, too. Okay, and, they are and not, not in the sure same stratosphere. Trey Young, I don't know if he's going to be winning. I, well, he's I would, been to I a conference finals a hell of a lot more Yeah, I don't know how, how they beat the Sixers okay. when Ben Simmons melted down. Yeah, no, yeah right. well, Ben that Simmons, who's Kyrie's point guard, I just <laughs> no, don't understand. Kyrie should be higher. But for whom? For I whom? just said Trey Young. So you would rather have right now, you would rather have Kyrie Who's the better Trae basketball player? No, I'm asking Kyrie Irving. That, but that That's is, my answer. That is the same rake. You step on every year by acting like the person and the basketball player are identical twins. They're Siamese twins. They're connected at the brain. And one can hurt the other one. So far, he's been sticking the basketball the last month. Let's see if he does. Kyrie, I believe in you. (laughs) Brew would be the world's greatest parole officer. I'm about encouragement. All right. I'm about Now we're to the top 15. I believe. We'll reveal it row by row. Fifth row, players 11 through 15. Zion, Dame, Booker, Mm. Donovan, and Shea. Mm. Shout out to Shea. I think people who watch League Pass were like, ah, Thunder stink, but man, Shea's awesome. Here's more, I think, the more interesting point. They not only won, they won by a mile that trade, the Paul George trade. That's true. They got all the picks. And they got the best player. And he plays the most, to be honest with you, even though they don't play him that often. Wilds, where are we going? Okay, so this is outside the top ten. I want to focus on my guy, Zion Williamson. So the question is, Brew, will he crack top ten quickly on his numbers? And he's heated up recently, although they have lost some games. Four straight. He's 18th in points, oddly 41st in rebounds. And he gives himself a report card on defense, and there's rarely A's on it. So do you think he can crack the top 10? Well, look, I'm, I'm thinking in my mind who's in the top 10. I haven't seen LeBron and AD. Those are the only two guys that I think Zion could pass. AD, if he doesn't, who knows when he's going to come back and play. If he stays hurt, and just because of LeBron's age, maybe Zion could pass those two. No one else that I'm thinking that's going to be in the top 10 is he passing? That's, that's, and you're right. He's got a rebound, but he's averaging seven rebounds a game. I need more from you, big fella. And we've got to – listen, it's not his fault, but the other way you become a top ten guy is having monster postseason moments. Like, uh, to be honest, I agree yeah. with some of what what sorry, what sorry, Bruce said about Trey, about he kind of has some prickly personality issues, but his postseason performances have been magnificent, and those carry him a bit. All right, now we are to the top ten. Let's go. These are players seven through ten. Joel Embiid, Anthony wow. Davis, John Morant, LeBron James. Joel Embiid, I don't 
is averaging 33 and 10 this year. 33 and 10, career high in points and five assists and 53% from the field. He's just missed a dozen games or else he would arguably be the leading MVP candidate. We know how great Anthony Davis was playing before he got hurt again. Handful of games. John Morant, I'll be honest, no, over the course of the season, Wilds, he's averaging career highs. Like because he was so dominant. Yeah, he has played. And LeBron is ho-hum. Oh, just having the greatest year 20 and year, in year 19 Absolutely. and year 18 of anyone ever not named LeBron James. So there are the players 7 through 10. Let's Kevin focus Ryan. on my guy. This is a controversial Your guy. Opinion. Your guy. I don't think my guy. Is Pat Bev on there? Okay. All right. I don't think any of Wilds guys made the pyramid. Uh, Jose Alvarado? Is he? he should. My guy is Ja. I'm back in Ja's good graces. <laughs> He hasn't said anything mean about this show in a long time. He's been focused on Charles Barkley. We okay, only say nice things about Josh. And th- here's the controversial thing, bro. Okay. This is a little inside baseball. We know the pyramid actually goes left to right. Yeah. yeah. You don't have that. We do. Which it looks like Josh better than LeBron. Right. Good call. Ooh. So okay. that's the question? Yeah. Josh passed LeBron? He's all, it's interesting, Nick, because statistically, the only thing he's ahead of LeBron in is assists. Yep. And that's close. What, and, seven to six? Yeah, right? and it's tenths of a point. That said, I do have to put Ja ahead of LeBron. I think you're right. I Facts. know you won't admit the secret order of You're your panel, right. but is Ja right. is ahead of LeBron. Here's why. A lot of Arabic societies read right to left. Here, here's why. Ja, no Desmond Bain for most of the half the season. Correct. 12, 12 games Desmond, Desmond Bain, Bain was on He's the He's second best player. Ooh, Drew didn't get upset Jay, about that. And he should be. And here's another guy who's better than Franz Wagner, Jaron Jackson. Jaron Jackson, you know this, Nick, is a bad boy. Averaging like him, three blocks he's a game. Hurt, he, but he's he, been hurt. Yeah. But that, okay, that's my point that with Josh. Jaron's played 13 games. Yeah. Desmond's played 12. And still they got the number one seed in the, yeah, in the Western Conference. LeBron's I, had AD for 25 games yeah, in their I bottom feet. And, so and by the way, LeBron also this year started the year off very poorly. And then got hurt when he came back from the injury is when he really started playing excellent. All right, now to the top six. KD, Tatum, Jokic. Look at Tatum. Uh, Tatum, who Kevin Wilds wanted traded from the Celtics this offseason no. and mercilessly ridiculed him for daring to have he a He had 100 turnovers. Uh, <laughs> Literally. Has answered the bell. KD is making a case that I have him too low, and Jokic is having, in my opinion, the best season of his career. Finally. You know what? We're finally you know, here. Call yeah. him back-to-back MVP. Can, call him rightful right. back-to-back MVP. Can you call MVP. him that, Nick? Can I, can I correct really the record here him. before we move on? Sure. Uh, not only has Nick Wright, I will go third person for a moment, not Ooh. been a Nikola Jokic hater, I have been the only person correct on him. Two years ago, I was called a hater because I said he would be second on my MVP ballot. Mm-hmm. Two Chris Paul, who then swept his ass out of the playoffs. True. Last year, regular I was called a hater because I said, hmm, there's two guys in the Western Conference carrying mediocre rosters, Jokic and Luka. And everyone said, oh, Nick, you're showing uh, nepotism, parental bias. And I said, no, Luka's better. And then Luka found his way to the Western, to Western Conference Finals. So, I listen, Jokic, had he not won those previous MVPs, to me, would be the leading candidate this year. And he should be. But, well, but that's not how it's going to work. Can I show you the top three? Yeah, let's go. Yeah. I don't think anyone's going to disagree with this top three. Luke and Steph are on the second row. And then, of course, Giannis is the best player alive. So the only, the, the, the only real issue I had there is, I mean, we can show Giannis right now up at the very top. He, of course, lives at the top of the pyramid. The only real question I had, Brew, was Steph or KD. I know Steph just got hurt. I wasn't going to hold that against him. Because of the leadership stuff, yep. I, I gave, and he's defending finals MVP, mm-hmm. I gave Steph the nod. But to me, there is a very clear top four in the NBA right now, and it's Giannis, Lucas, Steph, and Kevin Durant. The pyramid's gotten better as he's gotten to the top. Well, listen, right, it's not I, my fault you're not you grinding that. the magic. I, I agree with your top time. three. <laughs> Jokic should be, since we know the order, Jokic and Tatum, I would switch them. I put Jokic in fifth, Tatum in sixth. And Steph should be ahead of KD because – Score about the same amount of points. Steph averages actually the same amount of rebounds as Kevin Durant and more assists. Oh, look at that work of art. That's unbelievable. Wow, look at that work of art. And you know what? Just don't look at it. I've thought about it. 
It's both Wagners combined as one. Oh, that's oh, right there. That's, that's eating you up. Yeah, it's it's eating fair. you up that you got Wagner on there. One, two, eight. Eating you up. Put that stat together, Brew, and I think I have the Wagner duo too low. Eight rebounds, I think, between them. Welcome back to the show. You know, a Ram season that started with cackling, mocking laughter at the Patriots draft pick basically ended <laughs> last night. The 4-10 and 10 Rams officially eliminated their draft pick headed to Detroit in the limpest and lamest title defense wow. I've seen since I was a small child. Nick, how will you remember the Rams championship in lieu of this horrible okay. season that they put together? So I have two quick points here. Sure. One is... It will be determined by how they do the next few years. Because we have seen other teams respond, win the Super Bowl, and then have a very down year, miss the playoffs. Hell, you guys did it. It wasn't this Four terrible. Games? No, 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 no. This Started is the Baker? worst. No, hold on. Just wait a second. Okay. This is the worst title defense we've ever seen. But the Giants in 07, it was like people were like, oh, man, because they didn't even make the playoffs the next few years. It's like, okay, that was stupid. And then they won the Super Bowl in 2011 It's like and kind of validated the first one. Sure. And the Patriots, they missed the playoffs, and they win the next two. They start a dynasty. So I think that it will be determined by that. But you know what I'm, what I'm interested in, Wilds? What? Wilds talks all this big game mm. that all he does is count the rings. I'm a championships guy. You talk here about your Chiefs all the time, about their them being dominant, and they have one, one title. Fifty years. Yeah, yeah. One championship. And so, <laughs> Wilds, I'm just but, curious. But so you think the Chiefs and the Rams time. last five years same? No, I don't. Why? Be- I think the Chiefs, the uh, Chiefs Super Bowl victory was a bit of a coronation uh-huh. for Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Like a lot of these Super Bowls. Oh, it was Elway's last dance, yeah. and it was Brady's last dance with Belichick, and then Brady. Did it with the Bucks. There was a lot of these happy moments. And then you got the Rams, who all I had to listen to was that the coach is so smart and the front office is smarter than everybody else with, you know, forget your picks and LOLing at the Patriots draft picks. Well, you came out and you won four games. So that has colored my perception of a Super Bowl victory that really? you got. Yeah, you went and got, you know, you made, you, you shuttled off Jared Goff. You got Matthew Stafford. Oh, hey, let's get OBJ and let's get Von Miller. Then they're gone. It just, the, the, the Super Bowl victory feels very hollow. You're calling them the it's Florida not Marlins. like the Patriots Super Bowl victories them the that Florida are built Marlins. on a foundation of excellence. It's just a soft uh, Easter bunny that you get, and then you take one bite, and there's nothing in it. You're like, what the heck? I paid $8 for If that. you're diminishing Timely that holiday Super Bowl... <laughs> That's where you're wrong. I agree. Everybody's not a dynasty, and that's the thing with the Chiefs. When they won the Super Bowl, we knew, okay, they're going to be great and have chance to win many Didn't, more. I heard that. The same thing with Brady. Every team isn't like that, and this is but why it the Rams still was were, worth it. were thought to be a team that was going to compete for a title Well, the, the quarterback got injured, but here's the thing. Sean, this is why they can't be diminished. It validated Sean McVay. We knew he was a great coach, but he got the ring. Now he's a made man. It validated Matthew Stafford. Took him from a disappointing career to what I think people say not Hall of Fame, but a very good career. And that's even Aaron Donald, defensive players, it doesn't matter as much, but he got his Super Bowl too. So great. it like, was totally worth it. They, they did it in a very unconventional way. I didn't think it would work, and they, they made it work, and they won a Super Bowl, and they are the same as Kansas City, and they both have a championship in the last five years. So that's, yeah, where that's true. They're exactly <laughs> the same. True. So when you use the word dynasty, you usually think of like three Super Bowls yeah. in four years. That would be a well, dynasty <laughs> as opposed to one Super Bowl in five years, the same as One one-off Super Bowl that will never happen but, again. But, you know, look, at it, it's been very disappointing. But they had an older team. They didn't have draft picks. A lot of guys have gotten injured. They've only won four. I mean, there's there's a lot of problems with this. But there's also a lot of teams in the NFL that would, would accept these right. problems they're having and have down year or two or three down years in order to have that, yeah. that one championship. Maybe you are like the Rams. Maybe I take that entire take back. The Rams are like the Chiefs. You changed my mind on that. They just, like, they got a Super Bowl, and that was it. It was just a moment in time just there. Hubs, we got a full screen we can throw oh, up. Give me a break. break. Do, do we have is that fair? Is that fair? Love or hate Pat Babs, too small celebration. Thank God. We avoid dodged a bullet there. <laughs> Medals time. SGA with the game winner. 
Yeah. Are the Thunder tank? What's going on? No. Well, you got to play to win. Well, I, I guess. What, so. Brew? So have no, you I mean, seen the Thunder the no, last you, five years? You create a bad roster that can't win, but you have the attitude that we're trying to win. Right. They just happen to get this one great dude. And, and Shea's been unbelievable. Yeah. Did not make the medal stand last night, unfortunately. Bronze medal, DeMontis Sabonis. Let's go. 28, 23, and 7. And I know you might be saying, really, that makes the medal stand? Well, I was told yesterday that any rebounding nights above, like, 22, it's historic. Like, oh, my God. Look at what the guy did. He had 26 rebounds. Oh, wow. Regular old Anthony Mason. Uh, silver medal, <laughs> Trey Young, 37 and 13. Brew doesn't, you know, Bruce says he has a lot of issues. Uh, he's right, though. Uh, but he's a good player. Gold medal, best player alive. And it's not debatable. 42 and 10. We need a re we need either in hockey or baseball there to be some hot argument about who the best player alive is because basketball and football we don't get to argue about it anymore. It's just unanimously accepted sure. in both sports, except for you know, like some folks, I suppose. There it is. There is the medal stand from last night in the NBA. Usually, when people say it's not debatable, it's like, well, it is, but there, it actually isn't. Not debatable. Okay. Nope. Uh, speaking of something that is debatable. Pat Beverly's value to the Lakers. Lakers Suns. <laughs> Pat Bev hit Chris Paul with the too small celebration. Pat Bev, maybe a few inches taller than Chris Paul. Here's CP3 after the game. Yeah, you can't pay attention to that stuff. That ain't new. <laughs> he ain't come up with it. <laughs> you know, but just play basketball, man. Brew, did you like Pat Beverly's intensity even though they were down? Look, you know, I, I'm not a Bev hater, all right? But this was ridiculous. Of That's course. It. He had nine points in a blowout loss. CP3, the guy that's too small, what he had? Season 28, high. 28, 28 points in a blowout win. I mean, if they were winning, I would have been cool with it. But, come on. Well, Elds, what do you hate more than anything in the world? Mimes. All right, what's, what's the second thing you hate? Uh, you always say injustice. Injustice, too. And then you pick a third thing randomly yeah. based on what we're talking about. Yeah. I only have one thing. Or my number one thing. A lack of self-awareness. <laughs> and Patrick Beverly is a first ballot Hall of Famer in the lack of self-awareness category. <laughs> and it dates back to him having the audacity to go on America's eighth favorite sports television show and call Chris Paul a cone and go on and on about it. Chris Paul is one of the greatest players to ever live. Patrick Beverly has never been one of the four best players on any team he's been on since he was playing in Russia. And now, in a game, his team is getting their teeth kicked in because they actually had to lean on Patrick Beverly because their good players weren't playing. Well, he there. mocks the guy. Uh, best ability is availability, Okay, bro. Seems no. like maybe if LeBron was there or Ross or AD, guy shows up. He's trying his hardest. I can't stand him. To inspire the team and be the emotional leader because LeBron wasn't there. So, I don't know. I don't have an issue you like, with it. You didn't have an issue with it? He just I'm he's got value. He's got value. Like, this is where Nick's wrong. He's got value to a team. Yeah, he's an like irritant the to the opponents. Does. He talks a lot of junk. Like, he's a, he's a just bothersome. Then, then buy him up. Why do we have that? I, well, we use it all the time. You use it all the That's time. That's a good point. Okay. <laughs> we use it a lot.